Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live from Fort Bragg's backyard, this is the show that put the 110 Nation on the map. There is only one nation. The 110 Nation. And you're listening to the 110 Nation Sports Show. Covering each and every sport across the board. There is no sport too large or too little. It's time to talk to talk. Here we go. Here's the man, the founder, and your host, Mr. CJ Sports. Welcome, everybody, to the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow me at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Check us out on Facebook. My personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports, the 110 Nation fan page, 110 Nation Sports. Also, check out our site, www.110nationsports.com, for all the latest going on here at the 110 Nation. Glad to be here on this Monday. Uh, and an interesting weekend. I'll talk a little bit about that here in just a little bit. Normally, we got Izzo joining us at uh, 8.30 on Monday nights, but they've got a uh, bad storm going through where they're at, so he will be on Wednesday night at 8.30 versus the Monday night. Um, Power in and out. I know Ms. Brandy was having the same issues on the other side of town um, here. So, uh, we're all kind of affected by this uh, storm, um, even though even though some of us are miles and miles apart, um, the storm is affecting all of us. So um, we'll have Izzo join us um, Wednesday night at 8:30, and uh, I'll do my solo night tonight. So want to make sure that I thank uh, Carolina Sports Plus. You guys can find them on Facebook, Carolina Sports Plus. And I also want to thank More to Music. You can go to their site, more, the number two, music.com. Or you can go to our site, www.the110nationsports.com. On the main page, all you do is go at the very bottom, click the banner. It will take you to their location. Or on uh, any page that, uh, um, on any of our articles, it will actually show up on the right-hand side. Just click on the banner. It'll take you where you need to go. Um, help support those that support us. Without these great marketing partners, we wouldn't be able to do what we do or grow the way we grow. So I want to make sure that uh, I thank them and uh, show show our continuous support. I've uh, got a lot of things to jump into. Before we jump into this, i got an opportunity this weekend to uh, go to back to uh, Hocking Hills. For those that have been listening to the show, 
Um, matter of fact, right the week, right before we uh, started uh, doing the show, getting everything back going again here for the 110 Nations Sports Show, uh, I got to spend a week out at Hockney Hills, out in a cabin, and I got to do a lot of things. Uh, unfortunately, some things were still not reopened due to this virus. Um, and so we got an opportunity to go back again this weekend, um, just adults, um, and do some of the things and do some of the trails that, one, that were open, but two, um, the youngins wouldn't have been able to do anyway. Got an opportunity to do Old Man's Cave, Cedar Falls, Ash Cave, uh, Whispering Cave, got to see the Devil's Bathtub, a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, we uh, end up uh, going to uh, Old Man's Cave, and we end up hiking what ended up being the hard, um, at least the harder of the two trails, on the way to Cedar Falls. And uh, it was a lot of up and down rocks and climbing, and um, it was definitely physical for two people that hike almost every day and had been in the gym and everything else. Tell you what, we both were very sore on Saturday, um, and I think we're still feeling some of it on Sunday. Um, and then on the way back, kind of find out there was an easier side of it, and it was kind of just smooth sailing on the way back. But uh, got an opportunity to do that. Got uh, to uh, hang out on the lake on a platoon boat. Platoon boat, I think how you pronounce it. And uh, it was a, a great. Experience something I had never got to done before, and uh, um, got to uh, see some things of the uh, Southern Ohio area um, that I have not uh, ever got to experience before. To uh, we did see, uh, you know, all the years that I traveled was crazy because when I was in the military, we I constantly drove come to find out. I didn't know that, you know, this is what all this was. But I was driving right through all this, um, going through uh, Athens and Nelsonville and traveling up 33 through Ohio. Um, is the whole Hocking Hills, Athens County, Hocking County area. And so when I was in the military, what I would do is I would get out of formation uh, about 5, 25, 6 o'clock, whenever they rounded up the formation for the weekend. Me and a guy named Timothy Wallace, um, who lived in the Columbus area, and a, another guy named Charles Harris, who lived in Indiana. We would jump in the vehicles, um, either my vehicle or we rented a vehicle sometimes there for a while. Uh, Timothy and myself both had a vehicle, and we would drive. And we, depending on the situation, if it was just going straight to Ohio, I would probably get home. If it was just going straight to my home, the Dayton area, I would probably get home about 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, there was no bypasses. A lot of these little cities like Athens and Nelsonville and all that area, you had to travel through, and so you were doing 25s and 35s and Pomeroy, Ohio, and all this other stuff. Now, 33, they have a bypass, and so... Back in the day, you had to speed to get home in nine, ten hours. Now you could do the speed limit and get back and forth a little over eight hours. Um, so it was, it's extreme difference at this point. 
But uh, we would get in, if, like I said, if I traveled straight to the Dayton area at 3 o'clock in the morning, um, even if I just had the guy with me, um, Timothy, that would go to Columbus, uh, still about the same, maybe a little bit later, getting off the beaten path a little bit. Um, if I had uh, Charles from um, Indiana, then you're talking about it's like an hour and a half, two-hour drive to Indiana where he stays, then another hour and a half, two hours back. So next day, you know, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. We would uh, usually none of us would go to a sl- uh, go to sleep that night. So, you know, by the time the morning time, everybody getting up. We would go do everything we was going to do: friends, family, hang out, whatever the case may be. To wee hours of the night on Saturday night, we would whatever nap we got, we would get Saturday night. Sunday, we would uh, I would start loading up about noonish in in the Dayton area, so I could go pick up uh, Wallace around between two and four. Very, very, and so we can get back sometime between midnight two o'clock in the morning. I mean, we we would spend a good twenty to twenty-four hours driving, and we wouldn't even be home that long. And so, um, it's crazy to be driving through and seeing all that. And there was a a motoplex um, that's been down there. And I, you know, I told this Randy last time he was there, and I said something about him this time. You know, all the times I've been by, I've never seen anything going on in this dirt track. Well, wouldn't you know this Sunday, they had everything going. They had a, a crowd out there. Because one of the things that uh, we're going to look into and uh, hopefully make our way down there and check out some good racing. Um, I know my cooler girl, she sent me a schedule today of uh, what they got going on at Kill Care this weekend. Um, so Sunday's a possibility we might be out on the track and uh, see uh, some good racing. So I kind of got that out in the air. But anyway, um, great weekend, great times, kind uh, of recovering, trying to recover somewhat. I uh, got back to work and long heck of the day. Supposed to go to the gym this afternoon and then um, trying to uh, dig deep into uh, getting things done on the side. Got an article done, did my uh, NFL 2020 NFL preview, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, just got it published right before the show. So you guys make sure you jump over and check that out. Not so friendly when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens. I, I, I'm sorry, but the whole run first, throw second, you got to you depend on your legs because your arms are really not that good quarterback. Just, I don't. I know a lot of people are already so-called experts, but I'm I, I side on the side of history. Uh, what's happened with uh, Colin Kaepernick? What's happened with Cam Newton? What's happened with Michael Vick, RG3, MC. RG3, the backup for the Mark Jackson, and was injured. Cam Newton barely got league minimum coming off injury. Colin Kaepernick got exposed. He came out of the 35 eligible quarterbacks. He was ranked somewhere about 33, 33 and a half out of 35 quarterbacks. And Michael Vick never won a Super Bowl. And that's really all you need to know about the history and these type of quarterbacks. And so Lamar Jackson learned how to throw the ball really good over the offseason. 14-2 last year, and the one that done against Tennessee is about as bad as it's going to get. Uh, even though they did get J.K. Um, Dobbins out of uh, Ohio State, did uh, beef up the defense, added uh, uh, a receiver from Texas. Um, there, there's a lot of pieces that they added and, and some moves they made, but long as your quarterback is Lamar Jackson and RG3, um, you're, you're kind of plateaued out. 
We got more details and everything else. All you gotta do is go to the site www.1010nationsports.com. Check out the article. Let me know your thoughts. Um, hit us up on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Help us continue to grow as uh, we we continue uh, growing in our syndication across all these different platforms. And I, I know at this point we got a good ten, twelve uh, different venues that uh, you can catch our shows. Um, so we're continuing to do what we can to grow, and uh, make sure you guys check out the, what we got going on the site and help us uh, help support us and, and continue to grow. One of the things that I wanted to jump into tonight, and uh, um, I kind of got some pushback on it, and I I. I I'm not understanding the pushback. I, I can understand if a player just, oh, I really don't understand because when we talk about the national anthem and there was many different ways we, we, we've seen teams and organizations in sports handle how they want to go about this whole national anthem and, and everything else. I've seen anywhere so far this year from the Cleveland Indians, which I I, I, I could go with and deal with um, and have respect for them kind of putting a hand on each other's shoulder, showing unity. Okay, you know, no really no disrespect. And you, you showed you support, um, the uh, injustice going on and everything else. I, okay. I have seen where the... Washington Nationals and the Yankees, I don't think it was the Nationals and the Yankees, they all kneeled in unity before the National Anthem, but then they all stood for the National Anthem. Okay, you know, that was one of the things I threw out there when we talked about the NFL. Why why can't everybody stand for the National Anthem? All the the teams say it's the Cowboys and, and the, the, the Redskins. Or, well, that was a bad example. <laughs> the Redskins and, and the Giants. Why can't the the entire roster, to include coaching staff, stand side by side in locked arms or not, side by side, clear down their clear down their sideline, a whole hundred yards, spread out. Everybody stand for the national anthem, and then once it's once it's over, why can't everybody just take a knee or everybody march in unity to the hashtag marks on their side of the field, Giants on the other side. And I'll take a knee in unity. Like I said, even to include Fox would not would not uh, air this. Like they wouldn't be the station that says, you know, we're not going to air this and could catch scrutiny for it. It just wouldn't happen. So it's going to, you're going to get your point across, and you're going to show respect for the military and this great nation and show that you're not going to tolerate um, the injustice going on um, with a few bad cops. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, I've seen uh, the San Francisco Giants, and this is one of them I want to talk about, all the players taking a knee during the national anthem except for one player. Um, I've seen the um, basketball, the women's WNBA decide they're just going to walk off the court during the national anthem, which I, I I found that to be very disrespectful. There's there's different different things that I've seen already. The beginning of this 2020 sports season that I'm in up here we are. Um, oddly enough, here in the late July that we're just getting into all these seasons. Um, But what started in a movement that originally was supposed to be a good movement, it was supposed to promote and and talk about injustice and, and talk about equality and all this other stuff, idea of Black Lives Matter was a, a great thing. It was a, a, originally a great thought of a great way to show awareness. Unfortunately, quickly, it turned into a movement of rioting, looting, stealing, killing, and ultimately is the 2020 version of the KKK. So unfortunately, and wanting to dismantle family and everything else, um, negative things about the nuclear family. So what originally was supposed to be a good movement quickly went south and turned into basically another hate group. And so you got some players that don't want to be a part of that or, or... be attached to a movement or a hate group. Um, just, just like you, you got the same thing when it comes to nobody wants to be part and attached to the KKK. So I can understand players having this battle within themselves to showing um, and being part of a movement for a, group, a hate group. But more specifically, a lot of these players that are not wanting to take a knee, don't want to disrespect the military. Don't disrespect, don't want to disrespect the men and women that have served. And like I've told many people, I serve to give these people that right. I understand that that's what ultimately I did. 
doesn't mean that it's not disrespectful, which I don't understand the whole process. You're taking a knee because of injustice and quality, and basically, ultimately, you were disrespected. And so to show your dissatisfaction on this, you're going to disrespect a whole other group of people, which that kind of just – that's very contradictive of within itself. You you disrespect another group of people because your group that you're you're affiliated or part of is being disrespected. I don't get the logic of thinking here. But San Francisco Giants pitcher Sam uh, Conrad he took it to a whole another level, and this is where when I had the comments come in. And people saying things on my post, I was kind of, I was kind of caught off guard because a lot of people don't want to be affiliated with a hate group. A lot of people don't want to be disrespectful for the men and women who give and sacrifice everything. But then also the main reason that this pitcher did not take a knee was because he's a Christian. He believes that he can't kneel before anything besides God. Written right here in Exodus 20, verse 4, part of the Ten Commandments. I mean, that's, to me, that's a mad respect to, to put God before anything and everything. Most players don't do this. Most players, uh, Tim Tebow is like the only other player I could think of the top of my head that was very open about his religion, that put God before everything. Remember, once upon a time, the league banned him from having Bible verses in, in his paint stuff underneath his eyes, which just blows my mind that we're at a day, time and day, at a time and time and day. I'm not the word I want to use. We've come to a day that. Basketball players are allowed to put messages on the back of their jerseys. Football players are going to be allowed to have different things written on them as well to show the injustice. But the NFL has made sure that they didn't allow anything to show God, would not allow players to wear cleats that represented for breast cancer awareness, um, outside of the small time period that they're allowed to, or any other, basically, um, awareness or anything else that they want to show support of. Now, they're allowed to be all in on the Black Lives Matter movement, but any other movements, they're, they're not allowed to partake in. They have to be in uniform. They have to wear certain things and not allowed to wear others, which I have not to this point understood to include making sure that there was not Bible verses written anywhere on Tim Tebow. So you have no problem showing your support for a group that even though the original idea of this group was a good thought, it was meant to bring America together and show injustice, but it's turned into ultimately a hate group. You're allowed to show your support for that, but not show your support for God. Mm. 
where have we gone in, in our time? But I, I got different comments. I, I got some of the, some of it was not too pleasant, and I, I'm just sitting there thinking to myself. Uh, once I cut the cut the BS and eat it, coward. Um, another one is this and other things bother me as much as basically my basically since I have a bunch of um. They use people of color, um, basically, because I, I have many black friends um, saying this doesn't match because I talk about I hashtag respect, I hashtag God birth, and I hashtag my hero. Because we, we don't have a lot of people today that is in the spotlight that is willing to show that they believe that they're not willing to put God first. They're not willing to be outside of their comfort zone. It's easy to go to church and say you're a Christian and say you're a a person of God and say, you know, these things, but it's a different thing when you actually got to do these things. You actually got to stand and be the only person and two teams that are standing and standing for God. So, I, I you know, when it, when it comes to all this, ultimately, there, there's multiple reasons why, to include the fact that I served in the military myself, that I, I would never take a knee during the National Anthem. One of them would be because I don't take a knee. You know, I grew up going to a Baptist church with my mom, and then I grew up every other week and going to a Catholic church. And I never understood the Catholic church. They they kneel down to whatever image is up front. Then they, they're constantly on the little pew things, taking a knee, and everything else. When the Bible directly tells you that God is a jealous God and doesn't want you doing these things, I never once partaked in that because I just didn't feel that was right. And it's not something I don't think I necessarily ever would have thought of this way. And picture from San Francisco kind of shine a light on that whole perspective of it. Me, it was more of I'm not going to disrespect my brothers and sisters that sacrificed all and the family that lost and, and, and sacrificed all. And, and for all those that have helped group, build this great nation, um, but you know, that, that kind of puts another spin on why why this is not the way it needs to be done. Like I said, there, there's many ways of doing it. There's many ways of showing uh, walking off on the, on the basketball court, basically turning your back to the national anthem, turning your back basically to all of those that sacrificed all 
that's that's not a way that's not a way to make your make your point. Not not a way to show unity and showing you've felt that your your cause has been disrespected by disrespecting a whole another large group that is probably bigger than any race in this in this nation. Taking a knee. Like I said, there's there's many ways. I I've not understood why there's not been thought of better ways of doing this. And and I've gotten to see this year other ways to do it, other ways to not disrespect the military. Now not even to disrespect God. As we roll into basketball season, the NBA season, we're going to see what the NBA players decide to do. We're going to follow that up with the NFL. Let's see how the NFL players take this and do this. I just have this feeling that they're all going to fail miserably. I just have this feeling we're going to see ultimate ultimate disrespect for all those that observe um, and those that, you know, they ultimately serve and praise God in, in, in silence. But, uh, anyway, Major League Baseball, we got some games suspended today as we got about 14 Marlin players and, and coaching staff people that have come up positive for COVID-19. So uh, this has definitely put a hamper, a hamper into um, the, not only the Major League Baseball um, but this is going to really throw a twist um, into the rest of the sports and how this is <laughs> how this is going to affect the rest of the season, the rest of the rest of the other seasons, sports seasons, and how this is going to either scare everybody off. As I got basketball on and they're doing their exhibition games, so I know the NBA is continued on playing. I've not heard any other changes of anything, but I know that um, I know this has uh, caused the games to be suspended or postponed, and this is really kind of threw a wrench into um, kind of threw a wrench into the. Uh, MLB's plans, and we'll see how that uh, postponed the Jet, the uh, Yankees in Philadelphia, the Chicago White Sox, and uh, Cleveland and Baltimore and my, my, Miami all, all have been suspended. Um, we're we're going to continue to watch that and see how that affects um, the rest of the sports and whether or not uh, we go ahead and wrap it aside not to have a season or if. Uh, they're going to reevaluate their plans. Um, and so it's going to be not damper. Damper, not hamper. Hamper. Low, 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 low. Um, like I said, for those that are tuning in about the 8.30 time, usually we have Izzo in the studio. Um, he has bad storms. He contacted me a couple at least an hour ago, a couple, I think a couple hours ago at this point, to let me know that they had bad storms. He was actually stuck at work um, and uh, was not going to be able to uh, 
be able to join us tonight and that uh, he will be joining us at 8.30 on Wednesday night to be a part of the Wednesday show to get us caught up with all the latest going on in the internet. In, in YouTube. There you go. NHL. You guys can like us on Facebook. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, give us a like at the 110 Nation Sports. Also, follow us on Twitter. Um, the 110, uh, yeah, the 110 Nation. Um, check us out on, uh, check out our website, www.the110nationsports.com for all the latest. I'm um, going to make sure that I thank Carolina Sports Plus and More to Music um, for their support without these great marketing partners. We wouldn't be able to do what we do or grow the way we grow without uh, these great marketing partners. Make sure you guys check them out. You guys can find them on, you can find Carolina Sports Plus on Facebook. You can find More to Music at more, the number two, music.com. Um, book your DJ today on a, a three hundred dollar uh, plan for wedding. If you're getting married, um, you can use that anytime later this year or even next year. So make sure you guys check out uh, morningmusic.com. Um, did uh, did do a a piece on the site www.1tennisports.com talking about Chase Young. Yes, the the phenomenal defensive player out of the Ohio State. Um, he did sign his uh, rookie contract with, and this will never get old. Um, I am glad that uh, there is a, a, an organization out there that, well, there's more than just a organization. We can talk about the Jets and the Bengals and this whole group of organizations that is more of a dumpster fire than the Cleveland Browns. Um, but the Washington football team, you have no idea how hard it is for me when I Writing my uh, my uh, pieces when I'm talking about uh, the Washington football team, how bad I don't want to keep saying the Washington football team. You know, when I write the other teams, I'll sit there after I say the full team, full name the first time. I usually, after that point, kind of bury it up and either say Washington or you know, we're talking about Cleveland. I've got Cleveland, and like later on the Browns, but not the Washington football team. Every time that I talk about the Washington football team, I got to say it by their 2020 name, the Washington football team. That is about the most ridiculous thing that I've ever heard, that you you cannot come together and find a, a name for your football team. And so you call yourself football team. I saw this perfect meme the other day or yesterday or today probably talking about uh, people upset because they have a plain helmet. I think they're having a plain helmet with a number on or something. And all upset, and it talks about and Browns fans, and you see this, this Browns fan looking with the plain helmet on, like, <laughs> underground helmet, I don't care about the plane. <laughs> it's never bothered me. I have never thought of – I was one of the things I've never thought about. It has been brought up a time or two. Um, in, in an article or debate or something, but outside of that, I've never really thought of what it'd be like to have a, a, 
um, something on my helmet or, you know, this, that, yeah, that's just the way it's always been. I've never thought I, thought about it otherwise, but when I'm, when I'm sitting here writing about the Washington football team, that's, that's what, that's how I word it. I mean, with the agreement between the Washington football team and Chase Young later on, the number two overall pick signed a four-year rookie deal with the Washington football team. I was going to put even in parentheses, yes, I will say the Washington football team every single time, but I didn't. But anyway, um, Chase Young gets signed in a four-year, $34.56 million contract, 22.6 of that upfront signing bonus. Um, he is the highest uh, rookie drafted, highest drafted player to get signed at this point. As Burroughs and the Bengals are yet to come to agreement, so our number two overall pick, our former Ohio State defensive player, um, player has been uh, signed with the, the Washington football team. Um, and uh, looking forward to uh, reuniting him with uh, Haskins, um, the quarterback will be taking over duties, starting out there. Um, put those two Ohio State players together and uh, see what they could do out there in Washington. Um, I have seen basically their uniforms, so they're going to keep the same color schemes. Uh, I just think they're going to stay Washington on the front of the jersey, and I think they're going to have their number in the uh, yellow or whatever on top, on their red color helmets. Uh, I think that's what we're looking at here. Um, which I, I, simple is, is sometimes good, and I. I have no issue with their jersey. I have no issue with their helmets. Like it just it looks classic. It looks old school. It looks it looks good. I just don't know if I can get past the fact that you had all this time and, and you've you've thrown out all these ideas and yet you could decide on the name. I mean, ultimately what it broke down was broke down to is you were worried about offending someone else in this world that everybody gets offended by everything. And I'm surprised that somebody didn't get offended by them being called a football team. I mean, come on, Washington, and are they really classified as a football team? Let's be honest now. But, uh, um, we're, we're in a day and era that's now, especially when FedEx talk about pulling money out and all these other, uh, pulling their sponsorship out and all these other companies talking about not selling, like you're not selling your, the jerseys and everything else. Now you got to tiptoe around the feelings of everybody when they made you change a name that a Native American is what came up with the name and the logo for your team. And most Native Americans, almost all of them, had no problem with you using it. It was kind of an honor for them. But you you had a bunch of holier-than-now, do-right people out there that think they know better than everybody force you to play your hand and change your name, and then you decide you couldn't decide on them. And oddly enough, the guy that owned like 40-something trademark rights was offering to, hey, look, you can have it free. Just donate to a cause, a really native American cause. Uh, I'm going to give it to you free. Just donate, you know, to a cause. And yet you still couldn't. You were more focused on the sex scandal and drugs and everything else you had going on and decided you were just going to try to, I think I was more trying to get the focus off that garbage too. Uh, but the, the, you kind of feel bad. You, you feel bad for Haskins. He was getting an opportunity to take over. 
which I think was a mistake for Haskins only play one season to be out of it. I think really, I think it's bad for any quarterback to play one season and be out. Um, I, I honestly, I think it's bad for any player, period, but more specifically quarterbacks. You, just because you had one good season, especially college football, that doesn't necessarily translate to a great season or a good NFL career. Um, Burroughs is another one. I mean, let, let's be honest. <clears throat> you didn't get to play Ohio State because Ohio State got crapped on bad calls against Clemson, who should have been your opponent versus Clemson in the national title game. So you played the lesser of the two teams because of the horrific um, calls in the Clemson game. And you play a, a traditional SEC schedule. You play maybe two or three tough games. If, the, if you even play that, I don't know. You just slide by a one tough game. Clemson plays nobody this year. Like they, they, they beyond have a ridiculously stupid, easy schedule. Um, even worse than last year, and they fell short. This year, I don't think they play anybody right, period. Um, and then they play that garbage ACC. I understand that their conference is still garbage, though. Um, and so you, you have someone like Burroughs who played, didn't play teams that should have played in the national title game. They didn't really have much, to, uh, that many opponents. And you kind of cruise against, teams that are give me games and so where you had a decent college career or a good college year you didn't necessarily learn everything you need to learn you never had to really come from behind you never really was put in a position where we we got to see how you handle pressure and everything else um I feel the same way about Haskins. Even though Ohio State schedules usually harder, usually we play four to six somewhere in that ballpark figure ranked teams. Because Michigan's usually ranked, Michigan State's usually ranked, Wisconsin's usually ranked, Nebraska's usually ranked. I don't know if I said Penn State, but Penn State. Um, it's hit and miss on Nebraska. It's hit and miss on uh, Indiana. It's hit and miss on Northwestern. Uh, but usually there's three or four really solid top 20 teams and usually have one or two other teams that are at least in the top 25. And usually actually it's three or four, usually the top 15. So even though you, Ohio State's got a tougher schedule than anybody in the SEC, um, I still don't, I still, I'm still not a fan of, especially the quarterback position, you being a one and done. Because those four, five, six give-me games when you play Toledo, when you play Miami University of Ohio, you play these nobodies, you're, you're not you're, – you're basically out there scrimmaging. You're not, you're, not, you're not learning anything, not really. And so then you have these high expectations. I mean, let's, let's be honest. What, what happened to Troy Smith? What happened to Terrell Pryor? What happened to um, Cordell Jones? What happened to um, JT Barrett? Go on. And Barrett and Cordell Jones were on national title games. They're national title teams. Troy Smith, if I'm not mistaken, was on that uh, 2002 Miami, um, that Miami run. If not, it was Terrell Pryor. Either way, 
you you had quarterbacks that were part of programs that were part of national titles. So they were able to beat the competition they had at the level they played at. That's why the whole new record's out of college to any weight. I don't care that Melvin Ward ran for what, three, four hundred yards. You ran against a college team. You know, you, you got your top programs like Ohio State and Penn State and Michigan and Michigan State out of the Big Ten. Uh, but once those five-star positions run out, well, that's where all those, the five stars go. Then once those run out, you got people that trickle into other teams. And then you've got other programs that they don't got so many five-star spots. And not too many five-stars want to go to these teams that are not going to be in the national spotlight. You have a chance to go play Ohio State, or you got a chance to go play Maryland. Where are you going to play in the Big Ten? You're going to go play for Ohio State. So when you have these rushing records and these these single rushing records, they hold they mean nothing to me. I don't care that Melvin Gordon ran up and down the field on a college team. He ain't holding on rushing records in the NFL. He ain't ran for them 400 yards against the, the the Dallas Cowboys or hell even against the Cleveland Browns. So I mean that. Doesn't mean Billy's flat to me. So, but Chase Young, um, there's, there's a lot of hope. Well, you know, he kind of got himself a little bit of trouble with uh, eligibility and uh, what he did or did not take, um, and, and cost him a few games. I don't think, I don't think it would have changed none. I think the Bengals needed a quarterback, so I don't think you know that determined him being number two versus number one. Um, I, I think if the number one draft for the number the team that had number one pick was the team that needed defensive player. They he would have went number one and Bruce would have went whenever a quarterback was needed. But since Cincinnati has decided that they were ready to move on from the Andy Dalton project and um needed really a, a quarterback or an opportunity to move in a different direction, you know, they, they had were, you know, they, they they got what they needed and so that left Washington the Washington football team. Of the football team um, with who they needed, and uh, they, they got a great defensive player in, uh, in, in Chase Young. Um, also, over the the, uh, the weekend, um, we had a trade, interesting trade. I, I I kind of still scratching my head on this trade. But obviously, the Seattle Seahawks are all in on this trade. They they decided. That 2020 is the year, and you know, to be to be honest, to be fair about it, they they are the best team coming out of the NFC West. I don't care the 49ers were just in the Super Bowl. The Seattle Seahawks are the better team, um, and, and the Seattle Seahawks will finish and, and win the division this year. Um, they they are just missing a few pieces. I don't think defensively adding. Jamal Adams is the piece that's going to set you over the top and win a Super Bowl, um, but it it didn't hurt your situation. What's interesting about this trade, though, is Jamal Adams wanted out of New York. Basically, he he wants to be paid. He wants to have that big lucrative contract. It's me, me, me. Not about the team. It's not about so let's let's work on it. It's me, me, me. And so unhappy, 
voiced his opinion of him not being happy. The Jets finally decide we're going to move him out. And so what happens, the Seattle Seahawks decide to give up Bradley McDougal and a 2021 first-round pick, a 2021 third-round pick, and a 2022 first-round pick in exchange for Adams and a 2022 fourth-rounder, which I don't understand that. <laughs> you you gave up. Why not took a lesser and kept your 2024? 2022 fourth round. Like, I, I don't understand what, how, how they figure these out. A 2021 first round, 2021 third round, and a 2022 first round. And Jets give up Adams in the 2022 fourth round. Like, I understand picks happen. I understand Brady was a sixth round. Rice was, what, sixth or seventh round pick. I understand that you, you can find those diamond in the rock. But let's – you gave up a 2021 third round. So you just kept the third round and not gave up fourth round in 2022. And call it even like, I, I, I don't, you, you're kind of grasping or strong and adding those pieces to it. I don't get that part. But Seattle gives up a two first round pick, a third round pick, a player to get Adams and a fourth round pick. And Adams has only got one more year in the contract. That's what I mean. They're all in. Like, that's the only way you can look at this trade and justify this trade is Seattle is all in. I'm sorry, but I don't know if I can give up three draft picks, two of them being first rounds, the next two first-round picks for a player that I might only have for 16 games, and that's it that ultimately can find himself back in New York or somewhere else. And from the exiting of Earl Thomas, Seattle's done show that they're they're not going to play that money game. As Sherman left, Thomas left, Michael Bennett left. Like, they don't play the money game. Like, you... It took a while for Russell Wilson to get the money he's got. If you you, you go to Seattle and think that you're going to play and you're going to – it's kind of like you're not going to Pittsburgh to get paid. You're going to Pittsburgh to win championships. As much as I hate Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, when you go to play for for the the Pittsburgh Steelers – you're playing. You're you're going to there. You're going there to play for the opportunity to play with some of the all-time greats, to be part of that steel curtain, to be able to wave and swing around that terrible towel. An opportunity to know about every I don't know four or five years. There's a good good possibility you're going to be in the Super Bowl. You're not going to Pittsburgh to get a lucrative contract. You're not going to get max contracts. You're just not. You're going to play to play with a brotherhood, an opportunity to play with one of the most decorative organizations in the entire football league. That's why you're going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. As much as I don't like them, I got bad respect for it. Right now, Seattle's kind of in that, that boat. They don't got that history, and it's not the same. 
but you're not going to Seattle to get max contract. You're going to Seattle, especially right now with Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, and, and the players they have on that team. You're going there for an opportunity to go play in the Super Bowl. You know the odds are you're going to find yourself in the Super Bowl if you play there multiple years. You have an, you know that you have an opportunity to be on primetime TV and, and get your spotlight. You know that you have an opportunity to, to be part of, of something up there not get a max contract. So this is going to be interesting to me, and it shows, one, that Seattle's all in. Look, we, we know that we possibly are going to get Jamal Adams for one year. A Jamal Adams that many experts really are not saying that he's going to change much for the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Right now, they only expect .2 more wins. Like They, they were projecting to win 9.2 games. Now they're projected to win 9.4. Um, they, and uh, 5.1 percentage points to their chances of making the playoffs. They were the 63.4 percent chance. Now they're 68.5. They're not even 70 percent chance to. I, I think, the, my opinion, is the odds are better. The wins might not change much. If the wins, that's got more to do with Russell Wilson. I don't think that's necessarily got to do with Jamal Adams or the defense. And the defense has just been the defense at Seattle, so that's just kind of been the way of life there, especially the Legion of Boom and all that. So if their win increase happens, I think that's more because of the arm and the play of Russell Wilson and the pieces that was at offensively, not the defense. But you're still only projected to be 60%, 68%, whatever, chance of making the playoffs. I think it's better than that. I think the, the, the NFC West is theirs to lose. Um, Arizona, you're you're still going through your changes. Yes, you did add your, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. He's still got a quarterback, rookie quarterback that you're. He's still trying to prove uh, prove himself, uh, and, and still got um, some things to learn. You got San Francisco, that unless offensively they can put up some points and learn how to be more reliant or more productive, let's go with that word, versus being so reliant on that defense, being a shutdown defense, I, I don't think that we're going to see the same thing. That was just the fortune of the defense played the way they did. Um, you, you can't expect and rely on the 49ers defense to play like that week after week, year after year. We, we watched the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens do that in that, their Super Bowl win when that defense was one of the best defenses we had ever seen. But that was a one year. After that, the defense was, defense was good, but not good enough to help them win another Super Bowl. Um, it, it took many years, and, and then it took them playing Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick, who the defense learned, and ultimately our call, he was going to cause them the game, and he did with his interceptions and waste the timeouts and everything else is ultimately what it broke down to. But even the best of defenses, unless your offense learns to put up points, your defense is not going to week in, week out, year in, year out, be able to put yourself in positions to win the Super Bowl. But I think that they win the division. I, I think um, and the Rams, that's just uh, that's just a hot mess there. Not only have we got Pogrelli no more, um, I, 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 it looked good at first, 
but now the pieces are all going a different direction. They were all in, and it didn't happen. They were unable to put it all together. Now you got contracts coming up. Now you're going to have to start playing pay, paying players. Now you got to play your pay your Jeff Goffs. Now you got to pay these rookies that you had on all the rookie contracts and went out and bought all these veteran players um, in hopes to win. And you now you don't have Fowler no more. You don't have um, uh, Masu anymore. Um, you, you you don't have all these players. And so it, once again. You have that limited window to do this, and you don't do it in that window. You can't expect these players to play at that level week in, week out, year in, year out. Not unless it's a one, not unless it's a Bill Belichick system, but two, uh, not unless you have a balance attack. You can't be weak on one side of the ball or the other. Offense win games, defense win championships. You got to have both. You got to have your offense winning games and your defense winning championships. If you just got a championship defense, but uh, offense is not going to win you games, you're not going to make it to the Super Bowl. And if you don't have championship winning defense, then you, you're depending on your offense to outscore your opponents, and you're not going to outscore everybody. It's just not going to happen. Just ask the Atlanta Falcons who thought. Their uh, what, 25 point lead or whatever, 21 point lead at halftime, whatever it was. They thought, yeah, 25 point was it 28 to 3? Thought that was enough of a uh, shootout with the, the New England Patriots. We saw that ended. <laughs> lordy, lordy, lordy. Um, but yes, we'll be keeping our eyes on uh, Major League Baseball and see how this uh, these positive tests have played out. Um, It's interesting. I, 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 I'm still lost on this. I mean, ultimately, you, most of these people don't. The only reason they even know they're positive is because they're forced to use for the protocol, but they're not actually sick. But, I mean, who who decides to wake up in the morning? So I'm going to go get tested for the flu. I have no symptoms. You know, and you could have the flu. You don't know it. And you're not going to feel nothing from it. A result from I understand the people to go and get sick to go get tested, but because of these protocols and how now you're being over cautious, um, none of these reports say any of these players were sick. They just tested positive for COVID and many things like Jimmy Johnson. And he got a false positive because the next two tests were negative and he was back the next week. So I, I we're going to watch this and see how this plays out. Cause I have a feeling that, uh, we're going to find out a lot of these players where either they're not sick, got a false positive, or it was a big overreaction. Is what I'm, I'm going to guess on this. But anyway, don't forget tomorrow night, take it back Tuesday. Get up in the uh, studio, work on some uh, site stuff, write some stuff, um, social media and all that stuff, and uh, pick a show from the old days. And I put it on, listen to it in the studio, and uh, um, replay it for you guys. Uh, we have gone back, uh, what, 2007? two weeks ago, last week was the 2018 show. So make sure you guys uh, check that out. Take it back Tuesday. Wednesday, I'll be back in the studio at 8 o'clock. We're here to the Nation Sports Show. Um, Izzo will be joining me at 8.30 to get you guys caught up on everything going on in the NHL. Then, of course, Thursday night, uh, race chat live with uh, Chris and Craig. Um, I'm assuming their guests that they're supposed to have last week will be on this week, waiting to get the details and find out more about that. So I'll let you guys know when I know. I should know by Wednesday night. 
Um, don't forget, you guys can follow us on Twitter at the 110 Nation. You can like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports. Check out the site, www.the110nationsports.com. For all the latest going on here at the 110 Nation, I want to make sure that I thank Carolina Sports Plus, more than music. Um, without these great mar- marketing partners, they wouldn't be able to do what we do or grow the way we grow. Um, so I want to make sure that I thank them um, for all that they do and the support. Make sure that you guys follow us on Blog Talk Radio and follow us on Spreaker as we continue our grow our fan fan followership. There we go. Um, it helps us continue to grow and, and help bring in more marketing partners, which will then for help us continue to grow and upgrade. So make sure that you guys follow us on um, Blog Talk Radio. Follow us on Spreaker. All it does is notify you when the shows are on. It does not do nothing else. It doesn't cost nothing. It doesn't anything else other than just notify you when you guys shows, and it helps us continue to grow. Just like, make sure you guys like us on Facebook. I know everybody's on Facebook and all this stuff, and so, I and I know unless you partake in comments and everything else, eventually it doesn't show up on your feed. So like us on Either comment and like stuff or don't. But um, at least just help us continue to grow so more people have an opportunity to see us and, and get the opportunity to follow us um, and like us. And also, make sure you guys check out the site, um, www.thewoodsendnationsports.com. Got a lot of great things going on over there. And as uh, we continue that uh, um, readership over there, um, and people check it out, that helps us continue to grow that as well. We got a, uh, we got our got a plan made out, and we got things we want to accomplish here, and opportunities we want to provide, not only for ourselves, but uh, those in the future, and hopefully be able to help be a place where people can make this a career. So check us out, www.the110nationsports.com. Tomorrow night, take it back Tuesday, 8 o'clock, we're here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Wednesday night, 110 Nation Sports Show is will be joining me. And then don't forget, Thursday night, 8 o'clock, Grace Chat Live with Chris and Craig right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the 110 Nation Sports Show with Mr. CJ Sports. You are a part of the 110 Nation, so be sure to visit the110nation.com for everything related to the show. You can follow CJ on Twitter at 110Nation and on Facebook at 110Nation Sports. Until next time.